We go together like peas and carrots. The Peas and Carrots Podcast, sharing life from our piece of the vegetable patch. Brian and Kayla Sanders. Welcome to the Peas and Carrots Podcast. Hello. I'm Brian. I'm Kayla. How are we doing this week? We are doing well. Doing doing well. Is we had some else? crazy storms last night. And we went from this like soupy, humid to 50-something. Yeah, somebody turned on the heater this morning at the house. I did. I was cold. Yeah, I was sweating. I had to take three showers. Okay, well, you were wet and then you were wet again. So what can I say? There you go. So I have a question for you. Okay. Does anybody else want to be an adult, but you're also looking for a more adulty adult, like someone who can yes. be a more grown adult for yes, you? Yes, please. Please. We've got some house repairs that we're working through. We had a we had a windstorm and some siding came loose and waiting on the company to come there's like a three month backlog yeah. of repair. We've got siding. We've got some shutters that came loose. We've got some and screens I, that and I have came zero out. skill set. And it's what ninety feet up in the it's air. Pretty, yeah, we're not getting on ladders. No, me yeah. and, me and so, ladders. And then we have to have some stuff done with my car. So and I don't. It's just so out of our comfort zone. I'm good at reading and leading. I ain't good at. Fixing. And that's okay. I'm not either. So God blessed us with people that mm-hmm. will come alongside us. I can break stuff pretty good. Oh well. Let's not do any more of that. So, yeah. But here we are. Here, I mean, here, I wouldn't mind having somebody who's a little bit more adulty adult around. I mean, here, yeah. I hate to ask this. Could you like hire a more adulty adult to be around to like. I really need one because is it fix? too bougie to say that I want someone who plans my meals and cooks my meal? Yeah, it's probably a little. It's a little bougie, isn't it? So, you want, yeah. You want Alice from the Brady Bunch, <laughs> don't you? Yes, pretty much. Yeah. You've been talking a lot about Maysember lately. Yeah, I learned this word recently. And full credit to a blog that I follow by Emily Lay. L-E-Y is her her last name. I do love her. She is a entrepreneur, business owner. Um, She has three kids. So she gives me great insight into a mom's life but also a working mom's life. And she was sharing the other day about how crazy May is. And I'm just keeping it real. I told you this morning, I am keeping notes on my iPhone just so that I can juggle everything I need to do. And we don't have kids. So I cannot imagine recitals and final year school programs and field days and getting ready for summer camps and all these other things that moms are dealing with she talked with another friend who suggested the approach of triaging your schedule Mm. and what that means is when a doctor is working in an emergency setting they triage the most urgent versus the not so serious so when they're dealing with patients they they take care of the critical first then they take a bone sticking out they're going to treat over somebody who's got a headache exactly so keep comfortable the ones that are not like crises Hmm. but deal with and so she recommended make a list of 
everything mm. in your life and then assign value to it. Make a list of everything. Is this a critical situation? Does it require something from you today? Mm. Or here's the really hard part. Is it something you're not meant to be doing anyway? And so you need to let go of it. Maybe you need to say some no's or some, can we do this later? So Maybe you need to hire an adulty adult. Yeah. This is really interesting. So you make a list of everything. Yeah. What is critical moves up to the top of the list. And then everything else, you reprioritize it. And some of it. What you, if I get overwhelmed? I mean, do you ever get overwhelmed doing oh, that? Oh, totally. This whole month I've been overwhelmed. So it's my middle name, but here we are. <laughs> Michaela overwhelmed Sanders. <laughs> wow. So yeah, just just a a thing I've been noodling on. So well, I'm sitting we here thinking about moms and dads. Yeah, as you said during this season. Sure. They've got 84 school projects to get done. Field trips. What's the meme I read the other day? Dear schools, thank you for inviting us to 86 end-of-year programs all in the middle of the day because they are i mean trying to navigate your work life your personal life and your kids school i cannot imagine Mm. so yeah finally Mm. before our second part of our interview with becky graves Mm -hmm. which was amazing let's talk about group text messages Mm. shall we (laughs) <laughs> well, you got it on these this piece of paper, so I guess we're going to talk about it. So, as of this recording, now yesterday, I was at one of our radio stations helping them fundraise, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to share a little piece of uncomfortable information, okay? I had ordered some undergarments, some you underwear yes. from Amazon, mm-hmm. and it was delivered, Mm-hmm. You and I have a WhatsApp chat group. We do. And then there's the Spirit FM chat group. Mm-hmm. And they were right under each other. Well, I thought I'd clicked on the Peas and Carrots chat group with me and you. Oh, you had not. I clicked on Spirit FM. I am sitting there working away. And this is how the teams communicate with each other. Yes. Each team has their own chat group. So, and I read the following message. My underwear has been delivered. So, hey, baby, my underwear has been delivered from Amazon. And I go, oh, my gosh. Well, I'm in the studio with Doug, the the general manager at Spirit, and he goes, wow. (laughs) And I just put my phone down. He goes, I said, what? He goes, so I thought like a great gift had come in. He goes, wow. I said, what? He says, your underwear came in. And I was, oh, and when somebody comment, and so the team just we purposely went, tagged you so that then the, even if you deleted it, the message is still sitting oh, there. People and people took screenshots of it. Oh, it we was, had fun went, with it all it day. Was, so yeah. there you go. You got so, pictures of all kind of. Yeah, it was yeah. not so. Yeah, so I'm just this will. There's no way I can live this down. So caution, caution. Check the texting group before you hit <laughs> yes, send, or you're going to provide entertainment for all. Uh, just know this, that uh, coming up uh, is our second part of our interview with our friend Becky Graves. Uh, last week, we talked about her battle with uh, cancer. This week, we talk about her work that's in Haiti. And uh, so uh, sit back, enjoy this, and listen to her passion for God's work in Haiti. We're talking with Becky Graves, mm-hmm. who last week we spoke with her 
uh, about her battle with cancer. This week, uh, we're speaking with her. She is the executive director of an organization called Haiti Awake. And I got to say, Haiti has Becky's heart. Oh, yes. Okay? And I met Becky at a book event down in Wilmington, North, North Carolina. You were almost on the edge of like walking away from being uh, uh, executive director. And Becky, tell us why you have a passion for Haiti and what your ministry does there. All right. So um, I will I'll start out by saying Haiti is my great joy and it's also my great sorrow. Um, God has used Haiti in my life to refine me, um, to show me more of his heart and his character. And I am so thankful um, for the many, many lessons that I've learned through the years being there. So my role at Haiti Awake is I am the executive director. Um, when we started in 2014, um, my role was very different. When we were building something and I was doing a lot of hands-on work. Um, at this point, um, I've watched the Lord grow um, the men and women that I work with into leadership capacity of their own. And today, um, I feel like when I'm in country, I don't really do a lot. Um, I, I spend a lot of time with people um, in relationship and in mentoring. Um, but the actual work of ministry, by and large, that has been transferred from this white American woman who is an outsider in Haiti and always will be. Mm. Um, to the local leadership, um, I believe very strongly in any setting that local people, they're at the heart of what God's doing, and they are the real change makers in their communities. Mm. Now, tell us about what Haiti Awake actually does in Haiti, because you do child sponsorships, you feed them, you there's a school. Oh, just t t tell us all the different aspects. Okay, so we 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 operate in three areas. When we started Haiti Awake in 2014, we knew we needed to have focus and purpose. Um, there are somewhere between 11 and 12 million people in Haiti, by best estimates, and everyone has a need. Mm. Um, so we knew, like, you, we have to know what we're doing. We have to have a mission statement, and we have to we have to focus our attention on these things. So from day one, we have been focused on church ministry development, on economic development, and on community development. And over the last nine years, we have watched God grow that. Um, just to give a few examples, under church ministry development, we have students at a local seminary who are being trained um, to to lead their own people. They're getting the, that, that educational foundation that they need. Uh, most notably, our ground director, Steve Gerard, he earned his four-year bachelor's degree there, and it transformed him. Wow. He's a completely different person today than he was before he went to STEP. STEP is the name of the seminary. We have other students there right now. 
um, within the church ministry development aspect, we have a local church, a body of believers that was started um, in conjunction with our ministry. They're an independent body, but we walk with them. And um, they are the most beautiful congregation. Um, I would characterize them as, you know, how, you know how Jesus said that, um, that the church, it's not a, it's not a place for the saints. It's a place for the sinners. Like all those who know that they need the gospel, you know, Mm. are the ones who are actually ready to receive it. And I see that at the church there. Um, They are a a group of real people with real lives, with real problems, um, who come together to edify each other, to encourage each other, and to worship their maker. We have um, economic development um, at Haiti Awake, and that's accomplished through um, another entity, I guess is the best way to describe that, called Mission Made Jewelry, where we purchase goods from different artisans and other companies that operate within Haiti. We bring those back to the U.S. We sell those at pop-up markets, and we also sell those online. And we allow people, we help people, I shouldn't say allow, we help people market their goods so that they can earn a living for themselves and support their families. And then finally, we have our community development program, which so many things fall under community development, including a partnership with a juvenile prison facility um, where I find so much joy when we get to be there with those young men. Um, we also have community programs. We're in the we're in the middle of Port-au-Prince, Haiti, and we have not had any electricity um, for over two months now. And yet mm. we have a computer lab. We have a computer lab that meets um, every Tuesday um, for children and a computer lab that meets for adults. We have um, all sorts of programs that are taking place day by day, um, week by week, and in the midst of incredible, incredible political unrest, Mm. we are watching our staff members um, remain faithful. Here's my final question for you regarding this. How have you seen God work in your life as a leader of Haiti Wake? Brian, you referenced earlier how in 2019, um, I was ready. I was ready to to give up because it was so hard. And I I had to dig in deep. I had to dig in deep. And why, why am I here? Why am I doing the things that I'm doing? And the Lord brought me back to, do you love me or do you love the ministry? Mm. Mm. And I came to recognize in leadership, particularly at a Christian organization, you have to love the master more than you love the ministry because the ministry is going to disappoint you. People are going to disappoint you. They are going to hurt you. They are going to let you down. But Jesus never will. He's faithful. He's perfect. And I've learned through the years to keep my eyes on him and not on other people. And 
at the end of the day to allow him to be my joy, to allow him to define my purpose and allow him to to be my strength when humanly speaking there's no more i have nothing left to give because he's always going to be enough how can our listeners get involved with haiti awake and let's say that you had a stadium of ten thousand people and you were given 60 seconds what would you want them to do for haiti awake i would say that haiti and haiti awake are two entirely different things Mm. when we speak of haiti people think of need they think of poverty they think of corruption they think of dysfunction and i would challenge them that at haiti awake Um, You won't find those things. You're not going to find a perfect organization, but you're going to find a body of people that are committed to Christ and committed to each other. And as God continues to put opportunities in our paths to serve him and serve our community, um, we are prayerfully expectant of the opportunities that we will have in the days ahead. And we hope that through seeing, maybe on our website, maybe on our social media, um, the good things that God is doing at Haiti Awake, that they would desire to partner with us in that. Not because they feel pity for people who are less fortunate than themselves, but because they truly believe that God is at work and they want to invest in the kingdom work that God is doing in Haiti through Haiti Awake. Amen. Becky, we love you. We are praying for you, and we are thankful for you. And um, thank you for the work that, that you do in Haiti Awake. And th- thanks for putting up uh, with uh, our crazy. And uh, thanks for uh, <laughs> uh, so we do appreciate it. And we're coming back to the beach this summer in August. Okay. And so we would like to do dinner again with, with you and Rick. So. That would be phenomenal. All right. Yeah. And in our next segment, we will be sharing how you, our listeners, can support Becky and the team in Haiti Awake. So hang with us. But Becky, thank you um, from one sister to another. Rest and take care of yourself and know that we love you. I appreciate that so much. I've enjoyed our chat today. We have too. Thank I look you. forward to seeing you face-to-face very soon. Yes. Thank you, Becky. Bye, Becky. You're welcome. Bye. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a great conversation about leadership and ministry and all things Haiti. Yes, and you can tell from her first word that she spoke, Becky loves Haiti, mm. and she loves her team. And so a few takeaways from our chat with Becky. First of all, know this, there are partnership opportunities, and we participate in this, but there's there's several things you can do if you would like to. There is a children's home that you can do a sponsorship with. There are child sponsorships, and there's a prison outreach that you can you can give to. So we'll tell web, you in a yeah. minute how to to give to those um you can learn a lot more about we barely scraped the surface 
of what Becky's doing and what her team is doing in Haiti. So to learn more about the work they do, follow them on Instagram. It's at Haiti Awake. And they post some amazing pictures mm. and give you a really good view of what mm. life looks like in Haiti. I saw where they uh, did mattresses for the prison. They uh, cook and all that other kind of stuff. Um, so I find it just amazing. They've been without power in their area for how long, Miss Kayla? Well, in some areas, they've been without power for over two months. And that includes the prison that they work with. Also, kidnapping is just a current reality. So pray for their safety. Pray for, I mean, things we take for granted. Charging cell phones is very, very difficult when you don't have power, guaranteed. So it's a a very unsafe environment in some ways for them and, and for the people who live there as well. But pray for them. And just know that when you see the images on social media, if you're giving to this, the money is going to this. And you will see actual proof of how the money is being used for food, for equipment, for clothing, for all kind of things. It's it's beautiful to see. The work that's being done. Uh, just know this: that me and Miss Kayla, that that we support Haiti Awake. We believe in it. Uh, that country needs the gospel. Mm-hmm. They need Jesus. And Becky and her team are there. They're hands on. And so we would encourage you to visit Haiti Awake online. It's uh, HaitiAwake.org, and uh, just go and uh, uh, find them. And if you could, uh, if you could just support them, I want to share two quick things that Becky said during this interview. She said, you have to love the master more than you love the ministry. Amen. And that has really impacted me. Secondly, people will disappoint you. He never will. Mm. And um, yeah, that's an encouragement to us leaders and everybody to keep your eyes on him because others, they will disappoint you. Uh, that that uh, website is HaitiAwake.org, and you can find various blogs there. You can. There are several that are written by um, Becky and several members of her team, and it's just incredible content that gives you insight into what they're facing, how you, again, more ways that you can pray for them. And finally, continue to pray for Becky. Yes. She got some hard news at, just after our podcast recording. She learned that it's going to be quite a journey for her with her health situation. So be praying for her and her family as they make decisions. Pray for her medical team as they determine what the next steps are. But it it was great to get to share with everyone about our friend Becky and the work that she's doing in Haiti. And in future podcasts, we will keep you up to date on her health and we how will. things are progressing. Yeah. And, and so please continue to pray for her. Hey, uh, as you listen to the podcast, you can uh, have your coffee or tea from a Peas and Carrots podcast coffee mug. You can. Uh, I, and listen, it's our pastor's favorite coffee mug. Just know <laughs> that, okay? It comes endorsed. So, and you can do that. Go to our website, peasandcarrotspodcast.com. Just look for the trivia button. Click that and answer this week's question, which is... What is the name of Becky's ministry in Haiti? 
what is the name of Becky's ministry in Haiti? Okay. So search the peas and carrots podcast. Um, peas and carrots podcast.com is that web link. And, hey, you can follow us as well. Whenever, wherever you get your uh, podcast from, just click the follow button or else subscribe. Hey, you can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for the peas and carrots podcast. For more about the peas and carrots podcast and to reach out to Brian and Kayla, visit peas and carrots podcast.com. Looking for another encouraging podcast? Quirks, bumps, and bruises with Melody, Candy, and Gabe explores the real experiences of life through humor and honesty, weighing in together on how every quirk, bump, and bruise of life that we encounter can all relate back to the grace, love, and forgiveness of God. Search Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises wherever you get your podcasts today.